Praise the Lord, everybody. And Merry Christmas. Let's say happy birthday to Jesus this morning. That is what this season is all about. If you don't mind, if you want to just join us as we sing a little Christmas praise this morning.
And now it's time for our ministry reminders, and you'll find them on the back of your bulletin. We are happy to announce the names of three new members. The Bible teaches us this. I tell you that there will be more joy in heaven over one person who repents and is saved or joins the church than over 99 righteous persons who are already members of the church. They don't need to be saved. The mission of the church of Jesus Christ is to go out and bring in disciples for Jesus Christ. Heaven is rejoicing today. Our new members are Elizabeth Rivera. the office will be closed. The office will reopen to its regular business hours on January the 7th, 2020. On January the 20th, 2020, at 8 a.m., the San Fernando Valley Annual Dr. Martin Luther King Free Community Breakfast Boys and Girls Club will be held at the Boys and Girls Club, and the address is given in your bulletin there. And then on January the 25th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., there will be the North District training at Northridge United Methodist Church. Yeah. Pastor? Good morning again. Good morning. It is just beautiful to see so many people in God's house. Hallelujah, somebody. And the joy, the Bible says, that whenever someone joins the church, heaven has a party. In too many of our churches, there is no party going on because heaven rejoices when someone joins the church. And the Bible says that one person who joins the church is more important to God than the 99 or the 1,000 or the 2,000 who have already joined. Give the Lord a hand praise as we continue to bring in new people. Somebody say amen, new people. And you should be friendlier to the new people than you are the old people. That's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus means when he says, go make disciples for Jesus Christ. We should be nicer and give more attention to the new ones who come than to the ones who have been here forever. Look at your neighbor say, grow up. Because those of us who have been here, we grow right now in the Lord. We're not babies, so we need to stop acting like babies who need attention. Somebody help me up here. Let's give attention to the babies, to the new ones who've come home to God's house. Is Jason? Jason's not here. Is he here? Jason's here? No, because I don't see Jason. Um, but he will, we will ask people to come up when they're, when they're all here. Elizabeth is here with her whole family. Elizabeth Rivera with her whole family. Hi, family. Glory to God. He's doing something up here. 
He does it in his own times. Say, God brings new people when the house gets clean. <laughs> God brings new people when some of those who need to leave, leave and make room for new people. I know what it takes to get people to come in. So don't rush him. He's doing it now because we are ready for God's people to come home. Jacob uh, joined this past week in his hospital bed. He's extremely, extremely sick. We pray for him. His request was to see me and to join the Church of Jesus Christ. And so we welcome Jacob to The office will be closed for Christmas and for New Year, and the office deserves to be closed. Amen, somebody. And so all calls, I don't even know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it, have been forwarded to me so that no one feels left out if they call the office these next two weeks. I will answer that phone. This has been a busy week. Mother Sophia fell a few weeks ago and she's doing fine. I spent the afternoon with her the other day and she asked that we, I don't do this for everybody now. Because in the church, there's two names you call on a regular basis. That's God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and the pastor's name. Somebody say amen. Those are the names. But mother will be 90 years old, and so if you're not going to be 90, don't ask me to do this. <laughs> and mother says that she's having her birthday celebration, uh, and she's hearing through the grapevine that people are not getting an invitation but she did send them out. And so all of you who would like an invitation, you're all invited to Mother Sophia's birthday celebration on Monday, December the 30th at 1 p.m. at the Gold Medal Buffet and Grill. Um, ushers, I'm gonna ask you, Michelle, you feel like, look at Michelle, she, had a, she got a new knee, she fine. <laughs> can keep going because he's not through with us yet. And so on this day we keep the sick in prayer. We pray for Mother Mary can't come out and doesn't take much company now. I think Gay Hall is Mother 95? 95. 95. 
me tell you something. When Christians, I've done this work a long time. We leave here differently. We prepare to go home differently. We don't even suffer like people suffer who don't know him. It's important that you know him. Because what we're talking about today is being blessed. And I'll keep saying it over and over. To be blessed is to know him. Let the church say amen. For our visitors who are here today, um, it's one of my children back there. And for the family that's been away but home today, <laughs> and for those of you who are here for the first time, oh, it's a pleasure and an honor that you are here. Because until these seats are filled with God's people, yes. our work is not being done. You're a blessing to come in today to God's house where the door is open to every human being that breathes life. Because this is not my house or the member's house. This is God's house. And you are welcome Indeed. Give the Lord a hand praise.
is the highest praise. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we invite you to have your full way. Fill the temple with your presence. Thank you for songs that prepare the hearts, the minds of your people to receive the word of God. of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my, my strength, and you are my redeemer. me to be used of you for your glory. I pray that this place be filled because it is a holy temple. I bind anything in here that is not of God in Jesus name Spirit of the living God fall afresh on us today Spirit, Spirit Spirit of the living God fall afresh on us Melt us, mold us, fill us, use us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. Look at your neighbor and those around you and smile. Amen. Oh, you should see you from my point of view. You are absolutely glowing and beautiful. Created in the image of Almighty. Come with us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ to the New Testament Gospel of Luke, 
Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 45. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 45. I'm reading from the contemporary English version, which I recommend to all. And as you have the word, are prepared to sit and hear the word. Won't you stand out of reverence for God's holy word. And listen now for the word of the Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and he said, Greetings, O blessed one. Blessed and highly favored, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and she tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you, you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be? Since I have not known a man, I am a virgin. And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you and therefore the child to be born will be called holy the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Mary, you a virgin gonna have a baby? Elizabeth was old and she gonna have a baby. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to God's word. Just let it be to me according to God's word, even though I don't understand all of this. And the angel departed from her. Well, in those days, Mary rose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Mary, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. God's word says, I am blessed. Look at another person and say, God's word says, I am blessed. Don't hate. Appreciate. Amen. In our lesson this morning, it's a story of many characters. One, a young girl by the name of Mary. A young man by the name of Joseph. An old woman by the name of Elizabeth and an old man by the name of Zachariah. All coming together in one way or another to tell the story and be involved in the birth of Jesus the Christ. As we begin our scripture, we find Mary, this, this young woman, probably in the afternoon at the well gathering some water. When she heard an angel but I want us to focus on what we hear over and over in this scripture story. And we're going to focus on one word that we hear over and over and over. So our emphasis is on verse 28, 42, and 45. So in the lesson, we find God sending the angel Gabriel to a young woman to tell her that she was blessed. In fact, she was told more than once, so she'd get it. The Bible says in verse 28, the angel greeted Mary and said, Mary, you are truly blessed, highly favored. The Lord is with you. The Bible says in verse 42, then in a loud voice, Elizabeth said to Mary, God has blessed you more than any other woman. He's blessed the child that you will have. The Bible says in verse 45, the Lord has blessed you because you believe that God will keep his promises. 
But we're going to do a little work of what it means to be blessed. People say things today without even understanding what they mean. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm going to give you God's definition of what it means to be truly blessed. Beloved, it appears to me that when the Lord is getting ready to do something with your life, that he's good and he's gentle and he knows us enough to give us a promise that we are blessed. Before you go where the Lord sends you or before you do what the Lord tells you to do, God will tell you that you're blessed. So God was getting ready to do something with Sister Mary that would change her life and the world forever. He was getting ready to take Mary through something that would challenge her entire faith. You better be careful when you talk about being blessed. He was sending Mary into a cold and mean world to perform a task that she was not even prepared for. A young girl, a young woman, God was going to use Mary in ways that people around her would not understand. Sometimes God will tell you to do something that people around you don't understand. Somebody say amen. That's why you got to know what it is to be truly blessed. Because when you're all caught up in people, you will stop doing what God told you to do because you will yield to all their gossip. This poor baby, this poor baby, Mary was going to have to go through some really difficult times to do what God was telling her to do. So God told Mary that she was blessed over and over and over again because he was getting ready to use Mary for his glory. When we realize that it's not about us, but it's all about him, then we'll stop whining and pining all the time when we're going through something. The Bible tells the story of a sick boy and people were saying, well, what did he do to be suffering like that? Why he sick? He must have done something wrong. That's how people look at you sometimes. Because Christians think when you become a Christian, ain't nothing bad going to happen to you. <laughs> but the word of God teaches something else. The word of God teaches us something else. And God said about the sick boy, he said, his sickness is not about him. <laughs> his sickness I'm using to give me Glory. Sometimes you down and out because God knows you can handle it. Sometimes you're sick because God knows you're not going to die. Sometimes you're going through trouble because God knows he can trust you with trouble. Ask your neighbor, say, can God trust you with trouble? So, so here we 
that to be blessed uh -huh. is when you know that you know that you know that if you are a child of God, whatever's going on in your life, God is using it. Look at your neighbor say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Come on. Lord, help us sometimes, because sometimes we just be saying things to be saying things. Sometimes, Lord, we just sing a song to be singing a song. Lord, I'm available to you. Some come up at the church, I can't even get you on the phone. Lord, I'm available to you. We pray back in the day, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. And every time God uses you for something, you fall apart. Come on, come on. Oh, you can hum to yourself. Hold oh, to Jesus. And looking just as pious, you know, we look pious. Christians be looking pious like we better than everybody else, which is a lie in the first place. <laughs> All to Jesus I surrender. The devil is a lie. You don't even pay your tithes. <laughs> we just be talking, y'all. We just be singing. We don't understand what we saying half the time. Look at your name, say, I'm blessed. God had sent his angel to tell Mary, a young virgin woman, that she had been chosen. Oh, good God Almighty. How many times have you been in a situation and realized that you were chosen for that situation? Oh, good God Almighty. She'd been chosen to birth the Savior of the world. The angel said, don't be afraid, Mary. See, Mary was minding her own business. And here come an angel talking about, hey girl, <laughs> let me tell you something. Today is your lucky day. <laughs> angel said, don't be afraid, Mary, because Mary was a little caught off guard. And then he said, Mary, don't be afraid of me because God is pleased. See, that's, that's what's got to be enough for us. God is pleased with you, Mary. Ah. Therefore, it was critical that Mary understand one, one vital thing, and that was the fact that she was a blessed person. God was pleased with her. Oh, beloved, when you realize that you are blessed, no matter what's going on in your life, you can make it through. Tell yourself, say, self, self. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And you know what? Somebody say, what? what? I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> Some people look blessed because the world has a way of thinking, while if you are a Christian, all the time, we must be cleansing our mind because we don't think and act like the world. Somebody say amen. So the world says that if you have things you blessed, 
The Bible says, if you know Jesus, you blessed. Uh, so some people look blessed. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because really, if you're a Christian, you, my mama used to tell me all the time, look your best at the worst time in your life. Because colored people be talking. There's all of us in here now. Look blessed. That's good. That's good. And if you're a Christian and you know the Lord, you ought to act blessed. Because when you know God, you don't act dead. You act alive. And when you know God, you show expressions because you're alive. And people, some, they have lots of things and money and prestige and houses and cars and clothes and, and smiles on their face. And that's a good thing. But the truth is, this is the truth. If you think that you got to have all of that before you can say you blessed, then you miss something. You miss something because you still here. And what you missed is you were blessed before you got all that stuff. Help me up in here, somebody. They were blessed before they looked blessed. They just didn't realize that they were blessed in the city. Don't be coming to the city acting like you better than the people in the country. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. You know, that was the big thing. I'm in the city. You from the country. My thing is, you go wherever you can prosper, boo. Staying in the city because you can say you from the city and you ain't got nothing when you could go out into the country and make some money. That's all I got to say. I don't even know. They were blessed in the city and blessed in the field. They were blessed in the house with the outhouse. They were blessed in the one room schoolhouse. They were blessed wearing shoes with holes in them. They were blessed before they finished college. They were blessed before they moved across town. They were blessed when they were struggling. God does not wait until you grow up and get things to bless you. God blesses us. Through it all. The good, the bad, and the ugly. God blesses us through it all. And sometimes folks who couldn't read knew God more than those of us today who can. And sometimes people who didn't have things loved God more than those of us today who have all kinds of things. Blessings don't come only from things. Blessings come when my spirit is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. That's a blessing. Here was Mary, a young innocent girl with plans of her own. That girl was making all kinds of plans for her soon-to-be wedding. She was getting married. She was betrothed. And that day, you'd get engaged, which is to be betrothed. And they would treat you like you married, but you didn't sleep together. She was at her house. He was at his house. Let me just say this to the young people, too. 
It's good to stay a virgin as long as you possibly can. It is good to stay a virgin until the betrothal is over and the wedding day. Somebody say amen. She was getting ready to marry this wonderful man named Joseph, and I'm sure that she was daydreaming about the house on the hill and all the children that they were going to have and about being Mrs. Joseph. Mary, this young, God-loving girl, had plans of her own. But God. Somebody say, but God. But God. Child of God, be careful now. Be careful about making plans of your own because you don't belong to yourself. See, you've been bought with a price when you come into Jesus and, and come into the, the, the Father's house and join the church and say, I'm a Christian. You've been bought with a price. You don't belong to yourself. Why do we think we belong to ourselves? We didn't create ourselves. We belong to our creator. And if we want to be right, we got to stay with the creator all the time. If you really want a forward fix, you don't take it to the Mercedes Benz place. You take it to the Ford. Listen, listen. Just as Mary's plans were about to start happening, just when this girl said, mm, in a few weeks, I'm going to be married. Just excitement. How excited can you be? It's nothing like being in love and planning a wedding. How do I know? Because I've been there, done that. Somebody told me that they said, Pastor, you say that you know you were divorced, you don't believe in divorce. God is not a God of divorce. I said, that's right, that's right, that's right. And he said, well, how long were you married? I said, see, somebody told somebody when I say that, that I've been married one year to one, the other year to the other. But if you add the two up, like you're supposed to do, 25 years of my life, I was a married woman. And I don't know how many years I've been divorced, but what I know is none of that was really about me as much as it was for you. Because how can you be a preacher who ain't been through nothing that the people have been through that you're preaching to. So if you've been married, I understand. If you've been divorced, I understand. I ain't gonna name all other things I understand. <laughs> but it wasn't about me, it was all about all of us up in here. I told the people at one church, I've been divorced for everybody. So ain't nobody else getting divorced. I divorced for you. Hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, Jesus. So just let me, let me just throw in this thing, because here come Gabriel, when the poor baby is just getting some water to go back in her mama's house, something like that, and here come this angel, this angel, and the messenger of God, 
Isn't it a shame that we don't even believe in the things of the word of God that we can't understand? You can't believe in God if you want to understand him totally. Because if you can totally understand God, that makes God like you. And I ain't going to worship nobody who like me or you. I'm talking God. I'm talking about angels. And say, hey, Mary. Now, let me just throw this in for free. This is important for us today. Angels, beloved, are real. Look at your neighbor and say, angels are real. Yes, they are. Stop tripping. Stop listening to the world. They don't know nothing about spiritual nothing. We're supposed to know the spiritual realm. Angels are real. They are throughout the Bible. Angels are God's messengers. They are God's holy warriors. They are watching history unfold. They are praising and worshiping God and being our guardian angel, protecting and directing us on God's behalf. You better thank God for his angels. over you. Oh, Lord. Look at the neighbor say, take it to the supernatural. Stop waiting in the water. Let's go deep. So, beloved, if you're the kind of person who must go by the plans you made all the time, boo, I hate to tell you this. God may not be able to use you, booby. Person who will not run with the flow of the Holy Spirit, God may not be able to use you. If you're the kind of person who needs order in your life all of the time, <laughs> I hear people saying, We need to plan way out. You know what? If I'm gonna do something, you can tell me three days before, and I bet you try me and see, wanna be good. We need to plan out six months for what? For 10 people? That don't make sense to me. Anyway, somebody help me. Oh, God might not be able to use you. Because let me tell you, visions and dreams and things come in the night. I have a pastor friend of a mega church. He hired somebody. Hire somebody just to put a vid of feet on the visions that God give him. Uh-huh. Come on. Paid somebody. So if he says, you know, God told me so and so. God told me we're gonna build houses for the elders. In fact, God told me we're gonna build about two hundred and fifty. Huh. Paying somebody to look into that. Y'all don't hear me up in here because y'all not used to pastors. Because God has a tendency to show up and change your plans and my plans at any given time. Look at the neighbor and say, you got to learn how to flow. Oh, jeez. 
intercessor. Listen, God will take your best laid plans and throw them out the window. God will take your most orderly life and send it into chaos. You might wonder sometimes, what's happening to me? Hey, what's up? Hey, Kaipaso. And the answer is this, beloved, God is using you. He's growing you. He's flexing your faith muscles. He's testing you to see how much you believe in him. He's testing you to see, will you praise me on the bus stop? He's testing you to see, will you praise me when you don't have nothing? He's testing, will you praise me when your family is gone? Will you praise me when your mama is gone? Will you praise me when your daddy is gone? Will you praise me? Things are not going your way. You know why? Because you are chosen, baby. Because you chosen. Don't let the world look at you and ask you that kind. Just if somebody say, "Why is all that happening in your life?" Because I'm chosen. See, you got to know what to say to people from the Word of God. Why are you going through so much? Because you favored. <laughs> Why is so much happening to you? Because you are anointed. Oh, glory to God. God has plans of his own for my life and your life. Because we are his and we are chosen. So God is planning for you to bring forth. That's why you're under attack. Because you're chosen, you're favored, and you're blessed. Look at your neighbor and say, that's what it is. The angel Gabriel said, hey, Mary, girl, don't be afraid and don't be scared. Because you've been chosen, you're blessed, you're favored, girl. Blessed are thou among women. Listen, things are happening to you that you don't fully understand. Because you've been chosen by God for great things. Beloved, all of us must remember Whatever we need, God's got it. Whatever we need, God will provide. Remember when the, when the angel told Mary, say, Mary, you gonna birth a baby. And his name gonna be Jesus. You know what Mary did? She just asked a little question, but she didn't freak out like that. She didn't say, I ain't finna do that, that's crazy. She said, so be it, as God says it. That's the kind of people he's looking for. We say, how can I start my own business since I don't have any money? How can I do this when I, when I do not have the people I need? How can this be since I do not have the resources I need? How can this be when I don't have the right background? My experience has been that if God calls you to something, he's going to send you the people you need to get through it. God has never not sent me Beloved, all of us must remember whatever we need, God will provide, and God loves to give you blessings when the odds are all against you. Some people have too much going for them to be blessed. I dare you to be in a situation where you think you can't make it and call out his name. I dare you. I dare you to say, Jesus, ha ha. He's a human being. He can't do nothing. 
you to say it. I dare you to be in a situation where you think you can't make it and then say, Jesus! Oh, but for those of you who have a lot, my mother would say, you're only blessed for one reason, because it ain't about you. It's a test to just see how much you can bless somebody else. You're blessed to be a blessing. What is a blessing? As we go to what is a blessing then, the Bible teaches us and shows us that a blessing is anything God gives that makes us fully satisfied in him. When we get fully satisfied in God, when we know that God is more than enough, when we know that God keeps his promises, when we know that God is a healer, when we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, when we know that there is nothing impossible for God, when we know that God will never give us more than we can bear, even when it feels like it, I can go through this, I can go through this, because God is with me. Then we are blessed. That's a blessing. When you know that you know that you know to do what God tells you to do, and please make sure it's God. Now let me tell you something. If you're not in relationship with the Lord, if you don't know the word of God, what I'm finding is that people who don't know the word and me, we're on two different levels. They don't have understand nothing. They got their own thing and they believe it. And it's all a lie. Oh, it ain't nothing. They believe it. How you gonna believe something that you made up yourself? Did it come from the word of God? Why don't somebody call me sometime and say, Pastor, I want to know about something. Can you help me? Because if I can't put it out there right quick, I know how to find it in the word of God. Why are Christians more interested in knowing what God says than what Tamisha said, huh? What is the matter? Uh-oh, somebody going to be blessed named Tamisha. Mm-hmm. I don't even know nobody about that name. God just put that name on my heart. So if you know her, you call her and tell her she's going to be blessed. She's going to be blessed. The word of, of God. I want everybody within the sound of my voice to remember this. To remember this today on this Christmas Sunday. To remember this on Christmas Day. Remember. Remember. That you are blessed. Just to still be here. Remember. 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 You may be bruised. You may. But you're still blessed. You may not have a tree in your house. But you're still blessed. You may not have any gifts. But you're blessed. You may be wounded. But you're blessed. You may be injured. But you're blessed. You may be challenged. But you're blessed. You may be raising your children all by yourself. But you're blessed. You may be lonely on Christmas Day, but you're blessed. You may be rejected and criticized. Huh? But you better tell somebody, I'm alive and well. I'm blessed. In my going in and in my coming out, I'm blessed. Because I know who Jesus is. I'm blessed. Because I love. If you know him, 
you're blessed no matter what is going on in your life. You'll call his name in the midst of trouble. You will know and give him thanks no matter what is going on. I have a tape for you to see somebody who is really blessed, really blessed. I got people I can call on to do things when it come to me on Saturday night. My sister from Texas and Wanda Bethel, they put it together. I want you to see this. It's about a blessed young man. He blessed. Can we hear it? Have you seen that one? It's on here, we can see it. This is during Hurricane Harvey in Houston in 2017, and it went viral. I just hope we can. Do you need a mic? Because I want to show you a young man who knows he's blessed.